Hi, and welcome to Better Than New, a podcast to help you find your next cool used car, truck, or SUV at a price you'll love. I'm your host, Gary Crenshaw, and today is the first ever episode of Better Than New. And to kick things off, rather than focus on one particular car, I've corralled my two sons, who drive some older, less than perfect hand-me-down cars that we got for free to get their take on whether or not that works for them and also get their opinion on what makes a good first car for new drivers. Are these boys embarrassed by what they drive? Do they embrace their dad's used car lifestyle? Well, let's see what they have to say. So hop in, buckle up, and let's go for a drive. Ready? He's laughing already. I guess that's a stupid face that he uses sometimes. <laughs> no, like, look at this. I'm already recording, so. Look at this. I've seen him. Yeah, it's the it's the steady Eddie face. He's he's gonna act like he's not really doing anything, but he actually is. Okay. So today on the Better Than New podcast, we've been talking about that first car experience. You know, your first car or truck that you drove when you first got your license. To help shed some light on that topic, and because they're home from college because of the coronavirus, I've asked my two sons, who are both relatively new drivers, to talk about their first car experience. So let me introduce Kenji Crenshaw and Tyga Crenshaw. Kenji is going into his final year of studies at Western Washington University in Bellingham, Washington, studying computer science, and Tyga is a business major and a member of the men's soccer team at Loyola University, Chicago. So welcome, guys. How you doing? Good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing well. Yeah. Just hanging out at home, you know, um, living life day by day. It kind of blends together. It does kind of blend together. So you guys, as we all know, uh, here at the Crenshaw House, you are driving our free cars, right? Oh, yeah. I mean. It was free to you. I, we, we pay for insurance and stuff. Do we? You do? <laughs> I thought we did. I, I swear I was paying for it. I was being told money was taken out of my cl- my account. I never checked. Kenji, money's no, like, always being taken out of your account. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we have two older cars. One's a 1996 Honda Civic, mm-hmm. and the other one's a 1994 Acura Legend. So first, we'll start with Kenji, and Kenji drives our 1996 Honda Civic. So I'm, I'm assuming you like the car, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good car. Yeah, what, what do you like about it? Um, it's more or less reliable. I think when, it, when, we first, <laughs> when we first got it, it was kind of falling apart. I remember one time, uh, it was like my first, I think it was my first month with a driver's license and the car stalled in the middle of an intersection. So that was a little interesting. Oh yeah. But, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it was like, it was just small problems like that initially. Um, but after we fix all those, it's like since then it's been pretty solid. I haven't had any major issues with it since then. Okay, so spoiler alert: this is actually a topic for another show, which is you know, can you actually get by with the free or the thousand dollar car? But that's going to be for another day, and I'll get into some of the problems we've had with some of these cars that were technically quote unquote free uh, because the Civic was given to us by a friend of your mom's, and the Acura Legend was given to us by your aunt. So speaking of that car, Tyga, you drive the 1994 Legend. The Leaned. And why do you call it the Leaned? Because the G fell off. <laughs> that's, that's really it. I just read 
the word on the back and it kind of stuck with me and my friends. So that's what we like to call it. Okay. I actually think of it more like a French car, Le End. No. (laughs) (laughs) What a yes and. Okay. Yes and. No. But you like the car. Yeah, I do like the car. Um, I don't know. It's good <laughs> it's good okay well let's go back to the civic because i know you guys both drive the civic on, on occasion what makes that car a great car for you what do you like about it i think like it's a smaller car i, I tend to like smaller cars because it's it's easier to park and drive around and stuff so you don't have to worry about the size being an issue really it gets pretty good gas mileage yeah i mean there's it's been great for just commuting and getting me around to places i haven't had too many crazy problems with it and yeah okay you talked about the trouble free part of it it was a problem at first which you know i kind of solved with i think it was three or four uh aftermarket uh distributors that i put in that car yeah yeah and then i eventually found one that worked so that was good there's a some other stuff over time but i think after the first like couple months it was pretty solid after that okay so what about the legend? What do you guys like about the legend? The air conditioning works. That's always a nice feature. Works pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's it? Well, there's other stuff too. Like I, I don't know. I feel like the legend when you're driving it, it's um it's a lot smoother, which can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. Like I think the I feel like the Civic is sometimes more fun to drive in general, but the legend can, um No. You don't think so? My car is better. I, I don't know. <laughs> in every way. I think the Civic is better in most ways, but wow. that's just my... Well, they're, they're real similar cars. I mean, they're both four-door sedans. They're both older cars, um, older than 20 years. In terms of like, you know, from a parent standpoint, they're both safe relatively. They've got, they both have airbags, uh, passenger side and driver side. You know, they're front-wheel drive, so in the snow or the rain, they're not bad, but... You you love this the legend, Tyga. Okay. Let me put it into perspective. One car has air conditioning, working windows, and no mold. <laughs> <laughs> well, the mold can be the other car fixed. is virtually a garbage can on wheels. <laughs> well, but that's because your brother <laughs> <laughs> when he when you saw the mold inside, you didn't tell me, right? Yeah, but it's also every time I like leave for college, then it starts growing mold afterwards. No, 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 no. It had a it had a leak in in one of the drains, and it leaked into the kind of the floorboard in the back seat behind the passenger seat. I didn't know it because I don't I don't open the car up. But yeah, okay. Excuses, so, excuses. I think this comes down to the competence and awareness of the driver. Oh, yeah, like you're any better. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? No, I've had no problems with my car. You also have, like, leather everything in there. And? I don't know. Doesn't that affect anything? Leather leather would mold just the same as the other car. I'm just trying to give myself some brownie points over here. Like a bucket of water. (laughs) That wouldn't give you brownie points. That would just, like, give me less brownie points. Okay, so back to the legend, Tyga. Have you had any problems with it? Um, like... Real issues? No. I've had zero issues with the car. Um, there was like uh, last week, I guess there was a slight thing, but that was only because our it was the cap on the overflow tank for kind of... Oh, like, the radiator yeah, cap. Yeah, the radiator. Yeah. Right. So 
that was broken and it was kind of letting the a lot of the there wasn't enough water in there or just not enough liquid and it just was kind of heating out with all the air that was bubbling up inside so that was a problem but easy fix just got some water filled it up got a new cap so um that was it. It, 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 a couple it was hours an to fix. easy fix because you called me and I came down with the water and then I went and drove to the auto parts store to buy <laughs> okay, a new but cap when you, for it. When you really think about it, you didn't have to spend all day. It took, right. at most, it took an hour and a half of your time. When oh, it, yeah, it was yeah, easy. Right. It, it wasn't like um, the engine broke or there was no real problem. You didn't have to fix anything. I think another thing we did, we fixed the brakes. Which was um there was a while ago. Was it did you say we? Okay. You fixed the brakes. <laughs> the brakes were fixed. How about that? Yeah, the brakes were fixed. Yeah, the brakes right. were fixed. But that just was something that needed to be done because the car's old. I mean it has two hundred and fifty thousand plus two fifty two something right now miles on it. So just any car that old is just gonna have right little problems here and there. So one of the great moments from my memory with that car was when you took a video of you and your friends driving the car right when it basically kicked over from 249999 to 250,000 miles. So that was actually I guess, the... Uh, I was missing a nine. You're sorry. missing a nine. Yeah, yeah. We my, counted. It doesn't my, really matter. My kids are sitting here staring at me like, you missed a nine, Dad. I... I yeah, I, you, I you know care. what I'm talking but about. But I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, so that was the weekend um, of prom... Which was it was? Actually, yeah, really? it was. Wow. Okay. The weekend of prom, Friday night, we're all getting excited because prom Saturday. Um, Did you take that car to prom? No, no, I didn't. We we had like a bus or something. No, okay. Yeah. I was thinking, what parent would let you like, take that car to prom? Come on. <laughs> but oh, it was it was the perfect like that would be me set up to a great weekend because there's like okay, everyone's excited, everyone's ready for like this whole. It's basically a, the culmination of your high school experience right right it's just like yeah. the pinnacle of everything that's kind of led up to this fun weekend of just doing stuff with your friends and i remember i got all my friends we all packed into the back of my car oh yo it's a two four nine 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 oh. and we just drive down the road and watch it tick slowly the numbers tick up up and up and finally the four flips to the five and it's 250,000 miles which i thought we all we all went crazy. You went crazy. We went nuts. It was funny. It was drove like ten circles around the roundabout, sped up going down the hill, and just like whipped around the corner. Could have broken something, but <laughs> luckily we didn't. The thing that was funny for me about that, as a parent living in a place where there's a lot of kids, a lot of people you know, drive much more expensive cars. Like it's the hand-me-down Mercedes, <laughs> or you know, oh Buffy gets the Porsche, right? Oh yeah, you guys end yeah. up with. What? Great cars. Much more personality. <laughs> Honestly, I, I would hate to drive. Like, think about you in a school parking lot, and someone opens their door a little too hard, yeah. and it oh, yeah. just dents your car. beats up ours. I mean, we're not going to No one's going to get way too upset about no it. No one cares. Yeah. A Tesla, there's a couple thousand dollars going towards fixing the paint. Oh, yeah. Or, or yeah. more. I, yeah, you don't right. even, you have no idea how well, much it's going to I specifically cost. remember uh, one day when, and I don't know where you were going, but you said, um, hey, Dan, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm like, okay, you know, be careful. You got in the car and you drove away. And I, I, just before you left, I took a picture of the car because it was, it was a cool day. It was like snow on the ground. There was uh, just 
kind of like one of those days where you're like, wow, the car looks great there. I snapped the shot, went inside, like five minutes later, the phone rings. Hey, uh, Dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the car hit the snowbank. <laughs> and I'm like, what? No, I, I said my car was stuck. Now, I didn't want to tell you how stuck or where it was stuck <laughs> yet yeah, because right. I had already tried to call. I called Aria. Um, <clears throat> oh, I wasn't, I wasn't your first phone call? No, you weren't my first oh, phone God. call. I called Arjan and Aria and I said, yeah, makes me feel get bad. your truck up this hill now. I need whatever power I can get. Because I didn't think my, I, my car was stuck, but it wasn't like... It was. Was it you, not all I the way in the it, bank? It was all the way in the bank, but I thought I wanted him to just pull it out because I thought he could. But his car, he didn't have snow tires on at the time. They had all season tires, so yeah, that didn't work. So I called that and I was like, okay, well, I tried to get out of it without him knowing, but you know, that was <laughs> that wasn't gonna happen. So I called you. You came down. Obviously, made fun of me a bit. Uh, made sure everyone in the neighborhood knew. Right, because they were going by, people would stop and say, do you, me, need help getting your car out of the ditch? I'd say, well, number one, yes, it's my car, but number two, he was driving it. Oh, by the way, this is my son, Tyga, mm. and uh, yeah, he's the one who crashed into the snowbank. He's a new okay. driver, so getting acquainted learned. with the road. Sounds like deflecting blame, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I was just having some fun with so it. So lesson learned. But um, how much? How much was the tow? Because we eventually had to tow it. It was like two hundred something bucks. Yeah, I gave you literally all the cash that I had, <laughs> which was a lot of cash. To be fair, I had Good for a, you. I yeah, was I saving up cash for just to do fun things and just hang out with friends, go see a movie, whatever. Yeah, you did a fun and thing. I saved up. You drove into like a snowbank. Two hundred something bucks. That's pretty cool. As much as I had, I think you paid the rest. Right. It was. It was two hundred for the bucks. for the tow, but. Miracles do happen because there was do the damage was the hood was just a little lifted and I I don't think there's any other problems. Yeah, it actually it didn't I don't think it bent anything. Well, it might have bent the the bracket that holds the front bumper on because that seems to be about a quarter inch higher and that's why the it the started hood won't to shut like all the way. come down though. <laughs> I'm serious. If you if down. you go look at it right now, like yeah. the hood's like I think gravity is doing doing yeah, work. Yeah, I think I need to. Take the whole time. bumper cover off and just kind of hammer that thing down. But you didn't bend anything, which was surprising because I thought something was going to get bent because they literally had to cable the car out of the <laughs> I ditch. had to save the car. It was my good driving that saved it from <laughs> yeah disaster. If you weren't such an expert behind the wheel, it would have been much worse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. I do remember specifically going out the next day and trying to recreate the moment, sort of like, how did you? I was, I was like going well, through the Imagine if you did recreate. Yeah, exactly. the no, I mean, <laughs> what if you slipped? You're like, oh no. No, <laughs> I was in, I was in the legend, and I, I went down the road, and I like kind of like stomped on the brakes and kind of turned the wheel. I thought, okay, how did you do that? You weren't so, going fast enough, and your e brake wasn't on. Okay, so you think you actually had the emergency brake? Yeah, I think you I left, left it on. on. Okay, well, because I went around that first corner taking a right really slow because there's kids playing there's like a sledding hill right there so i was like okay i'm gonna go really slow i was going maybe like three or four miles an hour just crawling around that corner so the next corner when i tried to turn i'm like i'm turning a little much maybe a lot of much in fact in hindsight if i had just let myself spin out i probably still would have been on the road but i tried to save myself and um i didn't uh so that was a that was one of your better moments in the car right it's a memory it's a memory. I mean, do I yeah. regret it a little because the money? But yeah, in the long run, really doesn't change my life that much. So, you guys always worry that 
like if a car gets wrecked, I'm going to be really mad about it. But was I really mad about it? Well, the car wasn't wrecked, so we still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if the car was wrecked when I came up to it because all I could see was this, you know, the front end was like wedged into the snowbank in the ditch. Okay. I mean, it's basically the taillights were sticking out of the, you know, the snow. Made for a good photo op. It did. I actually have a nice video of that someplace. Okay, back to uh, back to Kenji with the Civic. Any any moments like that for you? No, I, I maybe no. <laughs> Lean into the microphone. Come on, man. Get it. Get it. No. Speak up, young man. No, really. Uh, yeah. How know. fast have you gone in the Civic? I think of it like it doesn't go much faster than that. Really, in the Civic? Yeah. Okay. My parents love to hear there, this well, stuff. Okay, there's there's like I there's another time. I don't know if I got quicker than that it was like why were you going because there's nobody on the roads when you're coming back late at night like well, you come back like nine o'clock or it's coronavirus nobody's on the road now i don't know there's not a whole lot of people on the road so you can kind of pull it off and everyone else was going like okay parents out there listen listen to this your kids actually have logical excuses for exceeding their car on the freeway <laughs> okay that's why you buy them nissan leafs Nissan Leafs have limiters. They can only go like. Oh, they only go like. Yeah. Max. I remember because I was driving next to Harry Eames and he was trying to race me back from practice. And his car, he just. We both reached. His just started to pull back behind me. How fast were you going? I didn't go much past that. I think we slowed down right after because we saw Tui's mom's car. Mrs. Tui was driving Ryan home, like in the distance, and we, we thought it wouldn't. Wasn't a great idea. Okay. I, I'm just glad your mom left the room. So let, let's move on to the next. This next question I mean, is. She probably hears it. She's right over, <laughs> oh, there. She's right over there. Oh, look at that. She's right behind us. <laughs> oh, crap. The truth I'm gonna, comes out. I'm going to hear about this later. So do you think having a more sedate family sedan has kept you from doing something really stupid in a car? And I can answer that. No. <laughs> okay what what if you had something that had a lot more horsepower or was much faster if i had let's say i don't know like a porsche right that goes faster much faster than any 1990s acura i don't think overall it's gonna affect like driving up the hill same speed driving to practice same speed here and there same speed but i actually i believe having a faster car would be less fun um it feels like you're going slow in a fast car well you know the old saying it's much more fun to drive a slow car fast than it is to drive a fast car slow yeah and it's true it really is true it's like maxing out the potential of the car is so much better than having a car that has a way higher potential that only reaches half of it okay so let's let's do this let's turn the tables let's assume Sounds crazy, but you're going to be parents one day, right? Mm-hmm. So if you or were not. a parent, or not, well, or not, but let's just assume that you are. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you were a parent, what first car would you give your kids to drive as new drivers? I'm trying to think of like all the cars I know, because I know, I know, I well, don't maybe, know too maybe many, even a, but even a um, type of car. Well, I'm kind of thinking the like, another civic because like at least like if they have a problem with the car then i could sort of kind of figure out what it, the problem could be having some and of those how problems would you past. be able to figure it out he'd call me 
He would call, yeah, yeah. call dad. <laughs> call dad. But at least there's like, you know, there's a yeah. connection there. Hey, dad, got any more of those <laughs> old distributors left over? Yeah, I got that like six. That's the problem you... for me. I mean, I would just, assuming I have a job and I could pay to take a car to the shop or whatever. We'd either um, call you or Aria. That's the, I think that's what it comes down to. Aria is a friend of theirs who's a mechanic. So, anyway. You I'm call trying Aria. To think, if you lived around him. Like, as a practical parent, people might be tempted to say, like, a Toyota, like a Prius or something. But that's just, I don't know, um, boring. <laughs> like, I, you don't want your kid to be a loser at school when he pulls up in a Prius and everyone's like... Is that a parent's biggest concern? It's not a parent's biggest concern, but... Um, I don't want my, my kid to be a loser. I think I would remember the car that I got to drive, and it's not, like, a super nice or, like, luxury... Well, it is actually a luxury car for its time, but it's not, like a Tesla or whatever, right? But it's not a car that people look at and go, ew, they're driving a Prius? Or like, <laughs> there's a stereotype around those types of drivers, right? So um, so it sounds like definitely get your kid a Prius. I mean, it's an option, but it's not like, I guess if you don't care about your kids, <laughs> get them a Prius, get them a Leaf, whatever. Yeah, maybe a Civic, maybe a newer version. I wouldn't mm. necessarily get an older one. Obviously, as a parent, you probably want like airbags, yeah. more yeah. modern safety technology. Right. Um, yeah, airbags, uh, anti-lock so brakes, traction simple. control. A very simple first car. <clears throat> I mean, very and the parts simple. are like, you could easy to get a hold of for Civics. I feel like compared. Oh to, yeah, they made they made tons of them compared so, to other yeah. cars. Um, other cars. I, I mean, it's hard to say. It kind of depends on like how much they drive. Cause I know for me, like I drove a lot. If I had had a car that had maybe slightly better gas mileage, that would have been good just for like the commute. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my gas mileage isn't terrible, but it's just something to think about. Um, like a minivan maybe, but that's more mm-hmm. of like what you let your kids drive. It's not what you right. buy for your kid or get for your kid. Well, you guys sometimes drive your mom's car. She's yeah, got right. a mm-hmm. 2005 Honda pilot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that's then great. The mini also was, that was a good car too. But that would be more along the lines of like if dad ever gets it off the lift and fixes yeah. it. That's what mom's thinking. She's over there. Yeah, don't <laughs> the mention mini. don't mention the mini. <laughs> All the cars. <laughs> don't it's terrible. Mention the mini Cooper. Crisis. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Okay, so my only regret in terms of the cars that you guys have driven is that you don't have access to a manual transmission car. I think you guys should be driving a manual. I think it's a good skill to learn because it just, it keeps you more in touch with the car. Yeah. So if I had to do it over, I'd probably get something that's maybe some like boxy four wheel drive, two door thing, you know, Jeep like, or maybe even, uh, you don't know what a Isuzu rodeo sport is or an Amigo, but it's something like that. Something that could go in the snow had manual transmission Eh, gas mileage is about the same as what you're getting now which is kind of terrible but yeah that's what i would go for doing it over yeah so if you had a choice of what to drive and i'm not talking like ferrari or porsche but if you had something that was like 10 to fifteen thousand dollars ish lamborghini no, I'm joking. It's like a broken Lamborghini. <laughs> what, what would you want to drive? You just said not Ferrari or Porsche. So no, yeah, well, it was just, it or just a Lamborghini. Be something else. How about a Bugatti though? 
No, you're an idiot. Did you hear the price? <laughs> you I said, said like I said if I said if you no. had like ten to fifteen thousand dollars, what would you want to drive and why? The mini was a lot of fun when it was when we're <laughs> when we were still driving it. I think that was actually a really fun car, and it kind of like went like it it would speed up quickly, no, but it wasn't like way too what you're driving. Yeah, it wasn't way too quick or anything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's you put any car, car in front of Kenji, and it <clears throat> it automatically is far superior to the Civic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. The Civic's great, though. No, but it's like I don't know. I'd say like the Mini was fun to drive. Um, like a Subaru would be solid. I'm pretty simple when it comes to cars, though. So I think I would have to like drive a lot more than like what I've driven. I've only really driven the Civic, um, the Pilot. And then we've in the I, mini. In the mini, we do have the Miata a little bit, but yeah. And I've driven the Audi and stuff, but that's like a little more out of the price range and yeah, that's, whatnot. Yeah, out of the price range. Um, just for clarification, it's a 2011 Mini Cooper S, and the Miata's a 1994. So, okay. So for you, Taiga, I do like the Miata, um, just because we have it. Um, I do like the cars we have. Uh, one car that I've liked that I know Aunt Vicky has, I don't know if it's quite in the price range, but I think you could the get Porsche? a Porsche? Yeah, but not the not that model, not that year. You just get an older Boxster. There's older Boxsters, I'm pretty okay. sure, within that I'm, price range. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's actually going to be a show topic coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Because you can buy... Uh, 1997 through 99, even even a little bit later. But those that particular year of Porsche Boxster, it's the early Boxster, has 201 horsepower, uh, came with a manual transmission. You could get a Tiptronic automatic, but don't. Just get the manual. Um, it's a fun car to drive, and you can pick up really nice ones for 10 grand. Yeah, so, so that's at the bottom of the price range. Yeah. And then I get another five grand to cover gas expenses, insurance, <laughs> Hanging out with friends. Wow. I don't know if that's all these other got it all thought out. Yeah. Do you get the extra cash afterwards? I'm just going to say I do because I want it. (laughs) 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 That's how it's going to be. No, but um, yeah, that's definitely a car that I would think of. I mean, it's a car that I know more than others. I bet there's some other car out there that I would be like, oh, wow. I do know you've talked about, um, I don't really know price ranges of cars too well. But um, something that I thought was cool, one of my friends from school, we, we weren't that close, but he had a Bronco. Oh, the, I don't, yeah, the Bronco. I don't know what year it was, but um, it's just like, especially in the area we live in, like if you're going hiking, biking a lot, um, I mean, it just gets up like gravel trails easily. Yeah. Just well, got some ground clearance. So something like that would be cool. great. But but there's a lot of cars that kind of fall into that price range. The early Broncos are kind of unobtainium now. They're really expensive. Yeah. The next generation after that, they're the bigger Broncos. They can be affordable. You can pick up something decent for 10 grand, 12 grand, but you might have to do some work to it. Yeah. So that'd be a great one. I would consider buying maybe a more modern car, but the price range is going to be... Like to buy anything cool that's modern at this point is too expensive. Like everything yeah. that's within that price range that's new is not that cool. Right. You're buying a commuter car, not a car that you enjoy. You're going to end up spending more like 25, 30 minimum. Minimum. Yeah. And you have to dig. Yeah. Well, there, okay. So there it. are, there are some actually cool cars 
in in a relatively lower price range. So I would look at you know BMW makes a fun little two door, the 128i and the 135i. Uh, you can get those with a manual transmission, and you know they can be you know twelve, fourteen, eighteen thousand, and a great car, fun to drive, kind of in a boxster price range. I still go fall back to the Jeep. I think a Jeep Wrangler would be a lot of fun, especially for somebody who's younger. I personally would get one with a hard top because you can still take the hard top off and go with the you know no top on. It's sort of like mm-hmm. uh, the Swiss Army knife of cars. It's kind of a, it's not a sports car. It doesn't have great handling, but it's decent enough. And the top comes off in the summer. So you have a convertible, uh, goes four wheel drive in the winter. So I've never owned one. I've always wanted to. That'd well, be cool. You, you guys still love can. That. You got time. I got time. There's a few summers left. So yeah, just a couple dwindling down. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been very illuminating. I know now how fast Kenji's gone in the Civic. I have some idea how fast Tiger's gone in the Acura Legend. And I know that you both think that they're completely trouble-free simply because you don't do the work on them. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And hopefully uh, parents who are listening in get a better sense of what you know you could get for your kids. And the reality is your kids, as long as it's something safe and enjoyable to drive, you can get them something that's not brand new, doesn't cost an arm and a leg, and they've, you know, you guys are happy with your your cars you've been driving, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Awesome. Yeah. I think you learn to love your cars. I wasn't like, oh, I want an Acura Legend when I was 14, and then one day I got it. It was like, oh, this is what I got, and I'm going to make the most of it. Cool. All right, guys. Hey, uh, thanks. Really appreciate you uh, joining me for today on the podcast. It's been an honor. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Never have children. Trust me. Thanks again for listening to this first ever episode of Better Than New, the podcast to help you find a cool used car, truck, or SUV at a price you'll love. Now, if you like what you've heard so far on Better Than New, I'll be dropping a two-episode feature soon where I help a young used car buyer named Nick find a fun, reliable 4x4 SUV that fits his camping and dog-loving lifestyle for less than $7,000. In the first episode, Nick and I review five essential rules to finding a cool used car, and in the second episode, we'll hear how things worked out for Nick and reveal the awesome SUV he ended up buying. I have to admit, even I'm a little jealous of the SUV he found and the price he paid, and I think you'll be impressed too. So be sure to catch that two-episode feature dropping soon. In the meantime, I'm Gary Crenshaw. This is Better Than New, and I'm really happy you came along for the ride.